Thousands of people line up each year for Black Friday sales. But this year, more stores are opening on Thanksgiving Day, some even before dinner is on the table. Small businesses and online retailers are also taking advantage of popular shopping weekend with events like Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday. I'm Bob Zaltzberg, and later today on Noon Edition, we'll discuss changes in shopping habits surrounding Thanksgiving. We're joined by guests from the Bloomington Chamber of Commerce, the Cook Center for Entrepreneurship, the Kelly School of Business, and Bloomington's College Mall. And we invite you to join the conversation after this hour's news. Production support comes from Smithville Communications, serving southern Indiana with fiber gigabit internet and digital IPTV. More information at smithville.net. And from School of Public Health Bloomington, Public Health Reimagined, addressing 21st century health challenges with a multidisciplinary approach to disease prevention, health promotion, and enhancing quality of life. publichealth.indiana.edu. Welcome to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Zaltzberg from the Herald Times, along with co-host Mary Catherine Carmichael. Today we're going to talk about the holiday shopping season, which is fast approaching. Uh, we have uh, four guests with us in the studio. Uh, joining us today are Jeb Conrad, the president and CEO of the Bloomington Chamber, Greater Bloomington Chamber of Commerce. John Talbot, a professor in the Kelly School of Business who specializes in marketing and retail. Steve Bryant, the executive director of the Gale and Bill Cook Center for Entrepreneurship at Ivy Tech. And Erica Hickman, the mall manager at Bloomington's College Mall. If you want to join us on the program, you can give us a call at 855-0811 in Bloomington or 1-877-285-9348. You can also join the live chat at wfiu.org slash noon edition, and you can follow us on Twitter at noon edition. So welcome to all of you. Thanks for being here today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank so you. We got a big, big, holiday, uh, big holiday week coming up, and the the whole notion of, of Black Friday is is approaching quickly, but it's not really all about Black Friday anymore. Um, I want to talk to Erica first, because you're the, the mall manager, retail center in this community. So, you know, are, are you all geared up for Black Friday? What time are you going to be opening at the mall? What, what stores are going to be open longer hours? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. This is my first holiday season at College Mall, and I'm super excited um, for this season. Um, to your point, we will be open on 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving. We're offering extra festive hours to help you get ready to spread the love for our holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to your point and to your question, um, there are many retailers that will have extended holiday hours Typically, it's your large department stores and your national chains. So, super excited. We think we're very optimistic about this holiday season, and I'm uh, super excited to get it started. All right. So, Thanksgiving Day is uh, pretty, fairly typical now for a lot of the, the larger stores. I want to ask John, John Talbot. So, what about this change and this moving earlier in the season? I saw more of it last year. Uh -huh. uh, I think the migration away from uh, the Friday start 
uh, really began a few years ago, but it's slowing down today. I don't know if you guys saw, but Walmart actually announced that they're going to have the same hours as last year. And that was based on feedback from their customers who shopped a year ago. And they, their customers said they don't want it any earlier. And Walmart uh, tends to be a leader in terms of behavior for the rest of retail out there. So well, what I think time, what time do they say, start? You know? 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Yep. Okay. All right. I, I know, you know, we've always done, you know, I've been in the news, newspaper game a long time, and mm-hmm. we've always done the big Black Friday story. And yeah. I think a couple of years ago we sent somebody out at midnight. And last year we just said, nah, let's still go at midnight. Let's go at 5 a.m. It wasn't very busy at 5 a.m. I actually went to Kmart last year at uh, 6.30 because I wanted to see if anybody was there. As, uh, Sears hasn't been performing particularly well recently, and Kmart is a subsidiary of theirs. And so I wanted to see if anybody was there. I got there at 6.30. It was dark. And I went to Starbucks and got one of those big cartons of coffee uh-huh. and took it into the lonely people that were in Kmart just for fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they were quite appreciative to have somebody in the store. So yeah. wow. it's, it's right. tough work getting up at 4 a.m. to be in a store someplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and with people going earlier, I guess. Yeah. You want a lot of people around if you're going to be there. So, but, but okay, so, Erica, your stores will be open at 6 p.m. until varying times? So, we will be open at 6 p.m. and we'll close at 1 a.m. Um, and reopen at 6 a.m. But between 1 a.m. and 6 a.m., we do have a handful of stores that plan to remain opening to remain open so we encourage the shopper just to check in with the local store to see what their plans are so again 6 p.m to 1 a.m um and we'll briefly close um and reopen at 6 a.m but like i said there's a handful of stores that will be open between 1 a.m and 1 a.m and 6 Mm a.m now jeb and steve you both deal with a lot of uh, smaller businesses here in bloomington do you see the early hours for them too well, some, um, not particularly. Uh, the interesting thing for uh, the local businesses are that uh, they try to cater to the customer's needs, and they do follow the major retailers with their requests. Um, obviously, the local, small, uh, locally owned shops are always concerned about the online, increased online purchasing that goes on. That really has already begun uh, mm-hmm. for many um, that continues to do that, and the statistics will show that will continue to rise, and it will continue to rise, which, which impacts all retail across the board. The good news is, is that the National Retail Federation will tell you that they're expecting 4.1% increase in spending this year over the holidays, so that's good news for both big and small retailers. Mm-hmm. Steve, any of the entrepreneurs you work with, uh, are, are they involved in retail? Yeah, I talked to a few of them this week, and they're they're like everybody else. They're trying to figure out when the customers are going to be around. And I just know on the several that I connect to on Facebook through social media and other tools, they're they're already promoting their hours, and they're probably not going to be open a lot of them at one a.m. But you know, <laughs> right. but they're going to be they're, they definitely have longer hours. Right. Okay. Well, if you have a question or a comment about uh, the holiday shopping season, give us a call at 855-0811 in Bloomington, 1-877-285-9348 outside of the Bloomington calling area. You can also join the live chat at wfiu.org slash noon edition or follow us on Twitter. So Black Friday, quite a tradition. Um, do you expect, Erica, at the mall, the same kind of throngs of people? Because, as we said, some are opening earlier on Thanksgiving. Is Black Friday still a big event? Absolutely. And um, last year we had lots of people that lined up for Thanksgiving and then took a break and came back for Black Friday. So lots of shopping. Um, 
like a, a previous person said, there's a 4% increase based on last year. So um, we're pretty excited. We're, we feel optimistic about this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, John, I want to ask about the about the retail trend toward the holiday shopping season. I know that I, I'm not going to be able to quote you any statistics. That's your job. Yeah. But, I, <laughs> but, I, but I know I've, I've always heard that you know a retailer um, might make you know a quarter of their revenue or half the revenue or whatever during the holiday shopping season. Mm-hmm. Are those numbers? I mean, are there numbers like that? And, and is it a, a real high percentage of? Oh, definitely. Uh, the last six weeks of the year are, for some people, as much as 40% of their top-line revenue. So it's mm-hmm. mission critical to, to be successful right. during this time, particularly for certain types of product categories like apparel and accessories. And uh, you know, consumer electronics this year is going to be important, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, uh, you know, the old term Black Friday originated, as we all know, from the fact that that was when the retailers got out of the red, so to speak. And certainly, I think, for small businesses, Jeb, that's when it's really critical because they have a chance to a lot of times they'll have loans and they they get to take their inventory loan down convert that into cash and it's a Mm -hmm. really important time for small businesses exactly Mm -hmm. all right we have a couple of callers already so let's go to stan on the phone stan's from bloomington hey stan hi um i i seem to get the impression over the years that that this period has become a, a sort of secular holiday shopping especially shopping for gifts for others and I wonder if, if that is showing up in, in some way. Anybody want to try to tackle that? So, so can you say a little more about that, Stan? I mean, what, what kind of dis- explain a little more about what you mean. Okay, well, it, uh, to me, it's less about uh, the celebration of, 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 of Christ and more about a general good feeling about everybody around you. Okay, just a, yeah, just a, a happy time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anybody? Uh, I, I John? think uh, yeah. there's a lot of uh, uh, celebration that goes on during this time period and, and related to various faiths. And certainly it's a holiday season for a reason, but it's not just about one single holiday. And it really never has been. But mm-hmm. uh, I definitely think that those of various denominations find this to be a time where they can celebrate friends and family and be together and and uh, do good things for others well and don't people also because of the big specials that go on at this time of year i mean they kind of wait and say well i need a new television but i'm going to wait and see what kind of black friday deals i can get because maybe that'll be my best opportunity during the year yeah with sport yeah <laughs> yeah so from that perspective i can see what you're saying yeah. definitely yeah. Stan. but stan also it seems to me that this is a time of year when i mean people are generally in a better mood. I mean, there's a little bah humbug that goes around, but not only are people spending more money on, you know, their friends, their family or whatever, but they're spending more money with charities and charitable contributions mm-hmm. and those kind of things. do you think? Yeah. And, and in general, just, just a, a better all around good natured uh, sense of cheer about the season. Yeah. Yeah. Green. All right. We, we certainly feel that way here at Noon Edition. <laughs> All right, My friend Stan. Jeb looks very cheerful. I'm very <laughs> cheerful. <laughs> All right, Sam, thanks for the call. 855-0811 in Bloomington, 1-877-285-9348 outside of the Bloomington area. You can also join the live chat at wfiu.org slash Noon Edition. And Michael is on the phone. Michael's from Bloomington. Michael? Yes. Go right ahead. Uh, I just uh, I, I have just read a book by Naomi Klein called "This Changes Everything," which directly ties the emphasis on uh, consumerism 
uh, and the GDP to the effects of uh, climate change. And I wonder if there is not some way that we could um, move the conversation from consumption to giving uh, in this in this particular season that would uh, that would would change the change the equation a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, panelists. I know just Steve, from, from my, my mailbox lately that a lot of the charities here in town and charitable causes are, are – this is a big time of year for them to, you know, make their pitch to their donors before the end of the tax year, you know. But in, in the spirit of giving, I know a lot of people who are doing less buying and more donating to mm-hmm. organizations and causes. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to think through, you know, the, the, the food pantries and, you know, those that are providing food here next week for Thanksgiving for, you know, those who are less fortunate – you know, those are big, big things that people can be contributing to. And, you know, it's, while it's not actual hard goods, it's it's making a big difference. And I right. think, too, like in our family, uh, we've had the discussion and have made the choice instead of adults giving gifts to each other, we make charitable contributions mm-hmm. uh, in honor of each other. And so is is that kind of what you're pointing toward, Michael, in your comments? Uh, yes, it is. It's more than, more than you know, uh, paying for... Uh, consumer goods that are produced with a with a cost to the environment and more to um, sharing our our wealth with with those who are less fortunate. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. uh, our chamber staff um, we uh, adopt a family every year as part of our contribution to uh, to the holiday season. It makes us all feel really really good about it um, as a in individual and as as a group. So those are the kind of things that happen. And I think even next Tuesday is. National Giving Day or something, I believe, yep. next week. So they've timed that perfectly to fit in exactly about uh, what we've been discussing about the holiday season and feeling good about uh, being able to contribute back to your community and, and the others less fortunate. Mm-hmm. And I think some of I, I, this may not be exactly what you're talking about, Michael, but the, on the consumer end or the consumerism end of it, I mean, purchasing things that do then go toward to other people to, as Jeb said, to adopt a family and donate, you know, donate to the family. And that goes back also to, to what Stan said about the, the whole sort of spirit of the season. If I, um, that's my, those are my words, not his. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Anything else, Michael? Nope. Okay. Thanks for your call. All right. 855-0811-877-285-9348 and WFIU.org slash Noon Edition. We have another call. Kelly from Bloomington. Kelly? Hi. Hi, Kelly. Um, I have a question about, uh, you know, it sounds like we talk a lot about it it being a great thing. Retail shopping is up and sales are up. What consequence the consumer? What's the debt accrued during the season? And how are they paying for things? Are they paying credit? Are they paying cash? Are they, you know, it, it seems like it, it sounds like such a great thing, you know, economy booming, sales up. What about the consumer? Mm-hmm. John? Uh, it, I think consumers are generally taking on less debt than they did previously, mainly because they have to. <laughs> uh, you know, we still haven't fully recovered from 2007 and uh, the ability to get the same level of debt structure uh, as an individual today is much more challenging than it was. Uh, but certainly, uh, Americans will load up their credit cards during these next uh, few six weeks, and uh, uh, hopefully they'll pay them off in January. And, and we'd like to think that uh, the economy will continue to move forward and people will stay employed and be able to do that. 
Yeah, Kelly, I think you you know you certainly hit on a, a point. A lot of people do rack up a lot of debt, but Erica at the mall, I mean, people will certainly take cash won't they? I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I would I think mo- a lot of uh, you know a lot of businesses would prefer small businesses in particular oh, would prefer mm-hmm. to take cash yeah. than to take credit because then they have to pay an, another. Is it what a three percent usually for? The, Pen, the depends tr- on the entity. Depends, yeah. Yeah, but it. For a small business, it can be what More two, two and a half, three percent depends. Yeah. yeah. So that that can also be an incentive for on the part of the consumer to you know not pull out the credit card because you know you can benefit you know that if particularly if you're if you're going to a, a small business or someone that you know you're saving them some money yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kelly, anything else? Thank you. Okay. No, thank you. All right. Thanks a lot. And now we're going to go straight to Alan from Ellettsville. Alan. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. I wanted to speak to that to that part uh, to the part of, of Black Friday and the extension of the shopping hours that that seems to be largely ignored, and there seems to be a great disconnect. And that is about the the time that is required of of, of employees to spend time away from their family. And we were talking about earlier about you know spreading love through you know through gifts giving and things of that nature. But these people, and then what a lot of people don't understand is that these people are required to give great sacrifice in the amount of time that they have to spend away from their families. Yeah, and, that's a great point, Alan. I'm really glad you brought that up because whenever I hear about these extended shopping hours, I, I feel kind of bad about it. I just am like, oh, gosh, those poor people, you know, they have to run out the door. Um, they have to eat and they have to run out the door. I know several people uh who are in the retail industry, and, and you know, some people try and justify it by saying, you know, I'm putting a Band-Aid on it by saying, but they get an earned time and a half. But what they're not hearing is a lot of these people are not giving the option or the choice about whether they want to do that versus the, the thing you can't put a price on, and that is spending time with family and instilling family values and tradition and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. There, there seems to be point. a huge disconnect. We're more concerned about, you know, what we can, you know, what we can spend our money on, rather than how is, how can we best spend our time, and what is really valuable. And I wonder is is that the fault of retailers, or is that a consumer issue? Well, you know, that's a very good point. And the thing is, uh, to ask companies to be the moral compass of of the country is is asking a lot because let's face it, the bottom line is going to be about the dollar. So I wouldn't look to them to you know to guide you from a moral standpoint. Yeah. I think it's up to the consumer to finally, you know, basically, um, you know, have an epiphany or look inward to just say, is, is all, are all these things I'm going to buy, you know, are, these, are they going to be still valuable in a year, or is the memory that I create my family going to be what lasts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we all vote with our feet in a situation like this, and if we don't show up, uh, the retailers will learn from that, and That's they right. won't bother to open their doors because it won't be cost-effective for them. But I think your point is very well taken, Alan, and, and I actually share your concern. So thank you for your call. Yeah, absolutely. And I would just remind people that you know out there that you know, might be listening that are actually considering shopping these hours, as I've, I've heard horror stories about people who are in retail dealing with with uh rude obnoxious cranky uh consumers and when they come in there it's just basically it compounds a very unpleasant situation for an associate that has to be in at 3 a.m to have someone who's lost sleep because they've had to set their alarm because they have to go shopping and they're not in the best moods either just kind of be you know kind of be aware that these people are here to, to service you should you decide to shop and know that that's you know 
they'd probably rather be with their families if given a choice. So just be cognizant of that. Less naughty, more nice. Yeah. Right. Well, it is right. kind of one of those things where you wonder uh, if someone from another culture were, you know, dropped into the middle of this. Uh, I would imagine there'd be a lot of head scratching. Now, now, wait a minute. You, you leave your family, you leave a lovely meal, and you do. You go to. A store that's really crowded and people are pushing and shoving. Okay, you know, I mean, I just uh, it, there's there's an aspect of this that just does not compute. To get the yeah, latest tickle me elbow, yeah, that your kids would be tired of that price. morning. Mm-hmm. I would rather pay regular price just to, just to get get to sleep in and, and uh, spend time with my loved ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alan. Hey, thanks a lot for the call. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank All right. You. Uh, you know, part of Alan's, uh, what Alan is bringing up, though, is that it, it, it is sort of a, a varied world. You know, there are families that point toward Black Friday or whatever and want to go out and mm-hmm. shop as a group. And they actually make and it they, part of their celebration. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. The sport aspect, mm-hmm. I think you referred to. Yeah. Right. I was, yeah, I was going to ask, Eric, I mean, you know, you're with Simon Malls. I mean, do you have, are there corporate discussions about these kind of things, about the hours and you know, about the employees and those kind of issues? Yeah, to your point, you know, when you really look at it, we realize that every family has different traditions for the holidays. And some some people enjoy coming. You see a lot of moms come, and they make it a family tradition. So I think it really depends on who you talk to. Um, You know, malls are a social environment as Mm -hmm. well. So a lot of people have this has become an annual tradition every year. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think we should project the nuclear family on everybody else that's out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think, you know, I, I come from a retailing background. When I grew up, I was in, my family was in retail in a small town, which, you know, was the good old days back then. But, you know, my, it, was a, it was a family thing to do. We had, I mean, the store had to be open mm-hmm. because we, you know, my father wanted to be able to make that 40% or whatever mm-hmm. of his, his money so he could continue to put food on the table and be able to buy shoes for everybody and, and all that. I mean, so when you're in a small business setting, too, you, you, you need to meet the customer where the customer is. Mm-hmm. Well, and in fairness, too, I mean, people who prepare taxes for a living kind of say goodbye to their families um, from January till April 15th and you know see after April 15th Mm -hmm. and I think that you know in the retail setting there's probably an aspect of that too which is you know I have to work as hard as I have to work right now to to make money and um, I'll see you in January (laughs) and malls are similar to the movie theater or to a hotel or to service or service um, industry so you know when you the holiday weekend is big for the movie theater so Mm -hmm. you know that's a different perspective as well well, we're also in a town where you, you know, you have that college time frame. You know, this is the Super Bowl of of retailers now, but then you have that, you know, three or four months in the summer where forty thousand customers go away. Mm-hmm. You've got to make it now right. in order to make it through the year. And we've got clients that small business owners at, at the Cook Center have come through who've really failed that test in their first year and learned a lot for year two. Mm-hmm. We have quite a, a varied, a, but very, very smart group of guests here with us today talking about uh, retail and Black Friday and the holiday season. Jeb Conrad, president and CEO of the Bloomington Chamber of Commerce. Uh, John Talbot, the associate director of the Center for Education and Research in Retailing in the Indiana University Kelly School of Business. Steve Bryant, the executive director of the Gale and Bill Cook Center for Entrepreneurship at Ivy Tech and Erica Hickman, the mall manager at Bloomington College Mall, all are here to take your questions in the second half of our show. We will be right back.
This is Noon Edition on WFIU. Production support comes from Smithville. Information at smithville.net. And IU School of Public Health Bloomington. Online at publichealth.indiana.edu. WFIU News covers South Central Indiana and the state each day. You can read news throughout the day as it's posted on our website at WFIU.org. And you can pick up a digest of all the top stories. It's like a newspaper delivered to your inbox each afternoon. It's a free and easy way to stay on top of not only the headlines, but also the in-depth audio, video, and print news stories you can't get anywhere else. Subscribe right now at WFIU.org news. Welcome back to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Zaltzberg from the Herald Times along with Mary Catherine Carmichael. And we're talking about the retail shopping season. The holiday season is uh, coming quickly at us. Some people have already started, like Mary Catherine has already started <laughs> her shopping. I know my, you know, my sister-in-law and brother start in like I think my wife started July or something. Some of us like to look at this as kind of a year-round process. <laughs> right. Actually, <laughs> I do a year-round buying, and I have a closet where we throw everything. Yeah. We literally pull it out as soon as Christmas Eve hit, or, or as soon as Thanksgiving hits, and say, "What is in that closet?" Because this is what we're giving everybody this year. Yeah, at least you don't do it on. Halloween, like yeah. a lot of people probably yeah. true. All right, so our guests again, uh, Jeb Conrad from the Bloomington Chamber, Greater Bloomington Chamber of Commerce, John Talbot from the Indiana University Kelly School of Business, Steve Bryant from the Gale and Bill Cook Center for Entrepreneurship, and Erica Hickman, Mall Manager at Bloomington College Mall. So if you want to give us a call, please, uh, 855-0811 in Bloomington, 1-877-285-9348 outside of the Bloomington area. You can also join the live chat at wfiu.org slash noon edition. And Alan, our earlier caller, uh, called back, and he wanted to clarify. He said that he understands that this is an important weekend for stores to make a profit, but they should at least be closed on Thanksgiving Day so employees can spend time with their families. So thanks for uh, reiterating your point, Alan. All right. So I wanted to ask about, we talked just briefly about online shopping and, and the way that that sort of changed the equation. And John, I think you, ought, you should be able to address this, I hope. Um, mm-hmm. How has online shopping changed what's going on? Well, I think, uh, you know, as, as Jeb was alluding to earlier, it's been tough on smaller businesses. Uh, but um, yeah, one of the things that's changing is that uh, there's much more of an integration between brick and mortar and online shopping mm-hmm. today. You know, the, there's really some of the biggest online retailers are the people that are in the brick and mortar business. And the bar has been lowered a lot, even for small businesses to participate in online shopping. And the fact is, is that consumers are doing a lot of their research and increasingly, you know, find information about uh, what they want to purchase online. So it's critical if you're a retailer today to really be, have a, have a, a presence in some form online. It does seem like it, that has switched from um, kind of a threat to smaller businesses to have become an opportunity now. I completely agree. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, anytime there's a threat, there's always opportunity. And so I think, but the 
the technical barriers and the expense has come down where it's low enough that I think the threshold is possible for even people with one or two doors to be involved in online in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I a, and I interrupted you, Jeb. I'm no, sorry. that's fine. I, I agree with that. Um, the fact that um, during halftime last night, I watched the young lady next to me purchase something on her phone mm-hmm. at the IU basketball game last night, which I don't know if it was a Christmas gift or not or a holiday gift, but she did that, which yeah. uh, which shows you how the mobility associated with purchasing has opened its doors. But as John said, the affordability for small business, and I know Steve encourages this at the at the Cook Center, which is you've got to have a presence online to be able to provide those new doors. And I think there was an example we were talking about yesterday with one of the clients there that he can probably fill in the blanks that purchased the uh, through one post, um, was able to uh, find a new client that purchased a regular going piece through the online mm-hmm. process. So mm-hmm. I don't there. even think you're seen as a bona fide business anymore unless you have some kind of online presence, even if it's a just a web page that proves you exist. Yep, mm-hmm. I yeah. yeah, which is such a sea change from not very long ago at all. Mm-hmm. I want to offer just a couple statistics that that uh, I pulled out this morning that sort of show how things are changing. Um, 2012, according to CNN Money, 12.3 billion dollars was the overall brick and mortar store sales for Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Uh, I guess two. 2000, uh, 2013, uh, in 2013, and that was up 2.3% from 2012. So mm-hmm. remember that 2.3%. Online sales, on the other hand, uh, during the same time period, 1.964 billion was the overall sales, um, which is, of course, just, it's rough. Well, it's 20%. A lot, yeah, 20%. Mm-hmm. But it was up 18.5% from the previous mm. year. So mm-hmm. the growth is is an online sales. Yeah, because yeah. it's so much easier for UPS to drop that off on your doorstep. You don't have to find that golden parking space. Yeah, that's right. But <laughs> yeah, uh, and I and I would say that you know I, I I do see the combination between the online shopping and and going into the brick and mortar. Um, I, I still feel that shoppers want the ability to feel and touch that product. There's nothing like going in and really trying it on, make sure it fits. It's not the right. It's the correct size and. And um, Simon actually did an online survey for 2014, and I'll throw this stat out here. Um, They found that... including 76% of millennials and that the millennial shopper just for reference is between 18 and 34 um, and 72% of the Gen X indicate that they purchase a gift at the store's small location after purchasing I'm sorry after browsing online on their website so really online used to research um, rather than purchasing. So I, I think that's an interesting statistic that mm-hmm. um, I saw that was very interesting. Well, and, you know, everybody's different, too. Yep. I mean, I am. I want to go into the store. I mean, there's something about it that I just would prefer to see what I'm getting, to interact with people, to be out rather than just sit, you know, in my pajamas and, you know, <laughs> order something. Now, I, my wife is totally different. Yeah. She would order them. But I think it's remarkable how in a very short period, let's call it 10 years, that very short period of time, we've gone from uh, almost 100% um, brick and mortar 
to, at least in my case, uh, I would say I'm a hybrid. I, I do both. I do the research or I will buy online. But I love brick and mortar, too. And that's that's just such an interesting behavioral change as a consumer mm-hmm. in such a short period of time. It's interesting to me when I teach undergrads, and so it's it's like Groundhog Day for me. This, you know, <laughs> yeah. Kids sort of pass through, and I just get older. And, uh, it, you know, it's interesting. The kids that are coming in now, they've they've never known mobile devices that don't have ubiquitous connection to the internet mm-hmm. and uh, you know when you, that's a very recent thing to yes. have thick internet pipes that really let us look at video audio anything you know in in near real time mm-hmm. and and it's mm-hmm. it's just funny because the kids you know that I'm teaching 18 19 year olds they grew up with that but for me I still remember when you know a phone you unfolded it and typed on some buttons and it didn't have a screen on it and mm-hmm. uh, most time it had a wire hook to it yeah. but uh, certainly the internet, uh, the integration of the internet with brick and mortars is where retailing is going in the future. And, and most of the stores that are in the mall have a huge online presence today. If they're big enough to afford to be in that mall, they, they probably have brick and mortar. Yeah. All right, we're talking about uh, the retail season, the shopping season that's coming up for the holidays. You can join us by calling 855-0811 in Bloomington, 1-877-285-9348 outside of the Bloomington area. You can also join the live chat at wfiu.org slash noon edition. And if you want, you can even follow us on Twitter at noon edition. So we have a phone call from Greene County. Ken's in Greene County. Go ahead, Ken. Hi. Hi. I've been listening to your um, program for the last 15, 20 minutes. And for your folks that you have there, I would like to make a statement. Sure. Number one, I will not shop in downtown Bloomington as long as those parking meters are there. Secondly, I don't shop in College Mall either because of the regressive um, attributes that they have exhibited towards volunteer groups. But I do not shop online, and I am an older American, and quite frankly, I have money to spend, and I do not do it in places where I feel that I am unwelcome. And certainly downtown is one of those, and the College Mall is the other one of those and that's really all i have to say until they change their policies okay ken thanks we we uh, don't have anybody representing downtown bloomington in here today but we could certainly ask uh, erica yeah erica could talk a bit about college mall i his regressive policies about social uh, about volunteer groups i'm not sure what he was talking about I'm not sure quite either, but I would definitely encourage him to give us a call at the mall office. I'd love to hear um, further what discussion or concerns he has, and we'll absolutely address it. Mm-hmm. And Bob, if I could just comment um, on the downtown uh, pieces, you know, you probably read recently there's some uh, uh, part of parking management with the urban area in Bloomington is under consideration, and part of that. Uh, the feedback and recommendations came through the Chamber of Commerce where we pulled uh, our members, uh, both from a customer perspective but also from a business perspective. And one of the things for encouragement over this holiday season to try to, again, complement the chain, uh, the online, the uh, retail in the mall space, as well as the downtown businesses, is Saturdays are going to be free from parking meters um, between Thanksgiving and, and the end of the year. So there's an opportunity there, hopefully, to encourage some of that and, and uh, 
uh, maybe address some uh, of so, his his concerns about that. Um, it's not a perfect science, but I know there's been some movement there, which is right. great. Right. So has that been decided then? It, there, Saturdays downtown are free between Thanksgiving and Christmas? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and then there are a lot of other changes under consideration, but right. they'll right. need right. to be voted on it right. at some point. All right. Well, you know, again, it's a, a great thing. Every individual has a choice of where they want to shop, when they want to shop, if they want to shop. Yep. They just have that that opportunity. But, you know, the statistics are showing and, you know, John lives this every day with his students, you know, what the trends are and what most people are doing. And as we've talked, you know, a lot more people are, are starting to go online, but and a lot more, you know, the retailers are starting to open earlier for the holiday season. What what's, what are the forecasts for this holiday season? You, somebody said four point. One percent. That's the number I've seen. Too, yeah, I've seen. that's what the National yeah. Retail Federation is quoting. Four point one. And, and what are the hot the hot uh, areas? I, I've heard consumer electronics, electronics particularly. I think the iPhone is gonna is gonna have some effect in terms of uh, taking dollars away from other types of products this season. It's the first time we, we do a poll at our at our uh, school um, where we poll about 120 young women in the millennial age group, and uh, first time I've ever seen them interested in technology. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because you can shop on technology. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eric, I'm so excited that you're, you're gonna here. get yourself in trouble. <laughs> I know that was kind of. I, I heard that sexist thing coming out of my mouth. I acknowledge it. Um, okay, so I have always. I'm so glad you're here because I'm. I'm fascinated by what is. What is. What happens at at College Mall and other retail? Any background you guys have too? I'm interested in to gear up for the holiday season. It must be phenomenal. I can only imagine because it's. You know, it's a crescendo of the whole the whole year. Yeah, it's actually exciting um, time of year for me and for our staff. We start as early as um, planning as in July and August. So a lot of thought. I know it surprises you. A lot of thought goes into, um, you know, we want to make sure it's a, a positive shopping experience um, filled with the, the holiday spirit. Um, you will find that, you know, we'll start fluffing all of the holiday decor in August getting ready for it. We have a few surprises this year at some of our entrances. We brought back some of the reindeer, so that's exciting. And we have actually changed the music up. So a lot of people, you know, you start to hear the same holiday uh, song and you almost know the rotation, a lot of our retailers. Oh, so thank you for doing that. <laughs> yes. We've mixed that up for everyone. We've changed it. So it's a little bit of a contemporary um, pop in there. So it's called Holiday Pop. So those are some things that are different and exciting this year. So, But it's a lot of fun. Can I, it's a lot of fun. Can I ask about, uh, is the Salvation Army still in the mall? Right? Salvation Army is still at the mall. Um, they're at I believe four entrances, um, and they also have an angel tree. And so, really, it's um, you know they collect um, toys for the unfortunate, um, and you can they have the angel tree um, by Sears, and you can get a little tag um, about that family member. So, we also work with nonprofits. We do. Um, uh, gift wrapping, so that is coming back again this year. We're also doing holiday entertainment. So if you need a break while your holiday sh- while you're shopping in the center, um, you know, come to the food court, have a meal, and um, listen to holiday entertainment. So, yeah. Right. Okay. Well, let's go to the phones. We have Randy from Bloomfield on the line. Randy. Hi, Bob. How are you? Sir? We're we're doing all right Hi, here Randy. today, Randy. Hi, Mary. Um, my question is uh, about this this shopping thing there's one breed of people that you have failed to address and that is the last minute shopper 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know, Bob, you're guilty. Of yeah, Randy, absolutely. you're not one of those people, are you? No, I try to. Well, I think of my mama first. I always take care of mom. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I like to stroll down the aisle, and I think, well, there's something that little Johnny would like. So, you know. But anyway, it, the Internet is actually destroying our mom and pop shop. I mean, the Internet is undoubtedly taking away from the experience. And uh, to address your last caller, yeah, there is a difficulty in parking. But uh, that's another subject entirely. Um, I just wanted to, I know you've addressed the Internet and everything, Mm -hmm. but there is an experience that is lost taken away from being able to go out and and actually look at things and say you know would i would i buy this as a gift or buy that for a gift but um the 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 parking experience is incredibly awful yes i i have to agree with the gentleman on that but uh what's your take on the the internet seriously because people they they shop from the luxury of their own office chair. They, they don't go out and actually feel the experience of giving. And then when you give the gift, do you really have a connection with the person you're giving it to because it was shipped via, you know, uh, Late Night Express or something? Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Randy. I think it's John? interesting that uh, I saw some data also from NRF and uh, the, the people that National will, Retail Foundation? National Retail Federation. Federation. That, uh, the, um, the, the people that will mostly be in stores on Black Friday and the evening of Thanksgiving are the, the kids, 18 to 22-year-olds, and they do it because they want an experience. So the fact is, is still 74, 75, 76 percent of all sales still take place in stores. So uh, I think most people agree with them. What can we do to get people off of the Internet? Is there some sort of incentive where you could say, hey, look, if you got actually come down to my store and buy it, you'll save like 20% as opposed to buying it online? I mean, can you well, try something to get people off the Internet? Well, I think I think that's a good question for Erica or Steve, Jeb, any of them. That, I mean, anybody that has a business could try anything like that they want, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think a lot of the national retailers still have um, – you know, that combination of online shopping and as well as the brick and mortar, I think the combination of the two works well, you know, depending on the retailer. So a lot of people still want that experience, but they want to do the research before they come. So mm-hmm. they're the, we're seeing that the, the customer well, I'm is... Not, I'm not talking about a business that's on a, a national scale. I'm talking about a local downtown business, someone that wants to bring people in, I think I get where you're coming from, Randy. Yeah, yeah, I get where you're coming from, and I think that, um, in fact, it's interesting. If you want to get more information about this, you could look online. But the the downtown um, businesses have a wonderful organization, and I'm sure Jeb could speak to this. But they have special shopping days. They have special events. They have. uh, Well, Jeb, let me just. I'll stop talking and let you. I I think it's a great point um, that's being made. Um, The internet's not going away. Okay, if anything, it continues (laughs) to. Expand. Yeah. So that's that's first and foremost. So, yes, how do how do local retailers and small businesses and even even other brick and mortar stores compete with uh, those opportunities? 
There will always be last-minute shoppers. There will always be people that want to experience, including the group that John was talking about, that want to experience uh, the process, and they do make purchases at the local levels. Mm-hmm. I think the key part is is most people have a different feeling about it. I'm, I'm just going to go over to Steve's closet. At his house, yeah. see what he's got. <laughs> a big one. Yeah. Is that fruitcake gone from last year? <laughs> no, it's still uh, but <laughs> doorstopper now. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I, I think there will always be a portion for that, and I do think through the through uh, downtown Bloomington, um, there is uh, there is uh, great promotions for special shopping and discounts and things like that. Actually, you can even give away. Um, uh, those gift booklets, if you will, that you can purchase through DBI that will right. uh, encourage you to come downtown to, to do that as gifts or uh, or otherwise. But um, the Internet's not going to change. I mean, I, I laughed about commercial you may have seen, but, you know, the car dealers have black pre-Black Friday sales to purchase an automobile, which isn't usually a typical gift. So it's pretty broad-based. So there's all kinds of options for everybody. I think as long as the downtown um, businesses stay together as a group and promote that, that uh, they'll continue exactly. to, to be competitive. Great. Hey, I think- and just one more thing. Uh, where am I supposed to park? <laughs> Fourth Street Garage. Fourth Street Garage. Three hours free. Or behind the Indiana Theater, three hours free. Right. Oh, okay. There you go. See you later, All right, Andy. Andy. All right, thanks. We have about five, well, about eight minutes to go in the program. If you want to slide in a last call, 855-0811 in Bloomington, 1-877-285-9348 from Bloomfield, like Randy's from, or any place else out there. You can also uh, join the live chat at wfiu.org slash noon edition. Dave's on the phone. Dave's from Bloomington. <clears throat> yeah, yes, right. I have no parking problem at all. I uh, I used I use the bus or I walk. There you <laughs> and, go. Uh, Smart. As a result, 98% of my friends are gone. They drove. I'm, I just reached 80. Yeah, 98% Congrats. of my friends have, have passed on, and uh, 99% of my family have passed on. But anyway, what I wanted to ask uh, before I make a comment, I, I want like to find out what is Black Friday. I I, I don't know much about it. What is it? Is it bad Black Sunday? It's, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on how you look at it. Uh, it's the day after Thanksgiving, and traditionally it's been viewed as the time when retailers uh, move from losing money to making money, and that's why it's called going into the black. So they have special sales, is that it? Right. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't. Well, anyway, well, fine. I, I just found out something new. I, I've been listening to uh, your program for about 20 years, and I just found out something new. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> what I wanted to say was I just wanted to put in a, um, I don't use the Internet very much. And uh, actually, I can order a lot of things by telephone. I don't have to use the Internet. I can have things delivered to my door by making a telephone call. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Savvy. But anyway, uh, the question I wanted to ask was, uh, or rather the thing I wanted to say was, that I want to put in a good, uh, uh, you know, a good point for the uh, uh, the mom and pop stores and for the uh, brick and mortar uh, stores because for one thing, if you buy something in these places and it's defective, you don't have to mail it back. Mm-hmm. You, can just, you can just go put on your shoes and get on a bus and or that or walk out to the mall or whatever and and return it that way and, uh, and get a, you know get a refund uh, real fast. So I, I think that they're definitely one of the basic uh, differences uh, is that uh, <clears throat> when you buy locally, you can deliver, some, you can take something back locally if it's defective. And I think that's that's quite uh, that's quite an effective thing to do. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Dave. Steve's got a comment. Yeah, and there are sure. literally hundreds of retailers in Bloomington, Monroe County, and the surrounding counties that are counting on that <laughs> over right. the next uh, several weeks. So, you know, you bring up an interesting point, you know, and I've talked to a few of the smaller retail-type clients of ours, and, you know, they started planning for this season six months ago in terms of their marketing, their inventory buildup, mm-hmm. you know, their you know ability to say, hey, you know, come on in on, on these days. And, you know, some of them are, are honestly service businesses that don't have retail in their accounting to say, hey, when you need that break, come into my business and I'll, you know, take that massage or, you know, yeah. come on in and get that nice cup of coffee, you know, while you're, while you're in, ha- enjoying your day and the mm-hmm. craziness and, mm-hmm. you know, come in and relax a little bit and de-stress. So, uh, but, the, but that experience that we were talking about, you know, actually going in and physically talking to people who are knowledgeable about products and, you know, you have some, some bigger box stores, it's hard to find somebody to help you out. And in the season, that's why they staff up. So they have more people there to do those things. And in some of those smaller businesses, you can get around, you can get to know the owners, and, you know, when mm-hmm. you're buying something from mm-hmm. them, you know, you're putting food on the table. Right. It's more about a relationship. As, it's, it's as much about a relationship as it is about the purchase. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for your call, Dave. We appreciate it. Great points. I could shop on Sunday. I wish they do that. Okay, thank you. All right, Dave. Okay, so we've got just a few minutes to go uh, in the program. So, uh Erica, any special events happening at uh, the mall that you want to tell us about? Have you said goodbye to your family for the holiday season, Erica? <laughs> They're coming to see me. So, <laughs> so uh, no, actually, we wanted just four quick points. Um, Santa. So, Santa is returning this year um, now through December 24th in the Macy's Court. And so, um, when you're there, make sure to ask about a free gift um, when you're there to purchase your photo uh, package. Um, we do have a lot of local stores in addition to national stores. So um, cal- um, the venue is coming back, books, posters, and collectibles. And we've gotten a lot of calls about Hickory Farms. That's definitely coming back, and that makes a great like sausage and cheese package for when you go to holiday parties. Um, again, we have live entertainment starting Saturday, December 13th. So if you want to take a break and listen to a holiday tune, that's exciting. And then we also have gift wrapping. Gift wrapping. So you'll see a lot of local nonprofits coming out and um, doing gift wrapping. So if you're a terrible, if you're terrible at gift wrapping, we have a solution for you. Thanks again. All right. That's great. Yeah, and I, we need to mention uh, Canopy of Lights, which is downtown. Mm-hmm. Jeb, do you know any of the details? Of that? I, I, I don't. I know it's uh, Friday night, and I'm not sure what the time starts. I know we Santa just, makes a, a visit there, sure too. That, yeah, right. you know, Santa gets around this time. He does. does. Yeah, yeah. He'll be spending some time at Fountain Square Mall, I'm sure, downtown. Absolutely. Right. My kids hope he whips by our house sometime. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do think I want to I revisit the point about you know shopping uh, locally, too. And, you know, I know... You you know, we have we have Erica who represents a, the Simon Corporation, a big mall company. Uh, we have people that represent local businesses. So there are local businesses in the mall. You know, I've always and this is like maybe a I don't get to uh, editorial on here, but a little bit of an editorial comment. I always think that you know if you're if you're spending money where you live, that's going to help. You know, you're. You're going to be helping people who are working at the places, mm-hmm. if it's in College Mall or downtown or wherever. Mm-hmm. You're you're going to be spending money with people that pay taxes here, that support the schools here, and all those kind of things. So, yeah, I just to me, when I think of our downtown shopping experience, and uh, I'm not a big shopper, but I do enjoy a nice glass of wine at Oliver Winery, and <laughs> it makes the uh, makes the experience much more interesting to me. And I find the varied uh, types of retailers that are downtown to be a wonderful experience, and and it really. 
you know, if you're going to be an effective retailer day, it's about having a good experience for the consumer. That's whether it's online or whether it's a combination, but that's really what it's about is creating something that people find interesting. And mm-hmm. shopping is, is not something we can do that anytime. Shopping this time of year is more of an activity that, that people want to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And could you say just a little bit more about that? I mean, I've, I've heard about that in terms of like even a Starbucks creates a, a, you know, an experience for drinking a cup of coffee versus just getting a cup of coffee in, you know, a gas station or something. Well, I mean, it, there's things that, uh, you know, if you look at the commodity value of anything, uh, usually there's something that's added on top of it that's an experiential type of value that we create that, that good, good companies create. And that's what separates one retailer from another. I mean, I can buy a shirt a lot of different places but, yeah. uh, uh, or a pair of shoes, but, um, you know, the, the degree to which I find other elements, service, uh, interaction with the employee, you know, whatever is important to me, it's not just acquiring products. It's right. something more to it than that. But I, I think that goes back to one of the points that was made earlier, too, whether it's at the mall, downtown, or an individual retailer in a location. I think part of that experience mm-hmm. is what um, people go to do for the entertainment and yeah. watching the people and those kind of things. And it sounds like new music at the mall, for for example, that'll be a a lot of fun as well. So I think that's part of the experience. And that's where I think the caller earlier that was talking about how ordering online might feel a little bit less personal. But I, you know, I got a daughter in LA. I mean, I, she's not going to be here for the holidays. So she's getting something by mail, whether it's directly shipped to her, or it's coming from my, uh, from the post office here in town. So I think what the good news is, there are all these options to help celebrate mm-hmm. this type this season and we're lucky in Bloomington I think to have a good combination of all of those options that are available to us uh, small business big business downtown the, the uh, mall and uh, the west side I mean all those are great opportunities for us okay and we are out of time thank you very much and be nice to all those um, people who are working in right no grumpiness on Black Friday or Thanksgiving night thank you to Jeb Conrad John Talbot Steve Bryant Erica Hickman Mary Catherine Carmichael Lacey Scarmana Mike Pashkash and I'm Bob Zaltzberg thanks for listening Edition is a production of WFIU and the Herald Times. A podcast of this and other WFIU programs is available at WFIU.org. Production support comes from Smithville Communications, serving southern Indiana with fiber gigabit internet and digital IPTV. More information at smithville.net. And from School of Public Health Bloomington, Public Health Reimagined. Addressing 21st Century Health Challenges with a Multidisciplinary Approach to Disease Prevention, Health Promotion, and Enhancing Quality of Life. publichealth.indiana.edu